I'm sorry. See, this is why, like, in my dictatorship, there won't be any loud keyboards. Good. This won't be a thing. No? Be punishable by death. Mm. Cool. You know we're recording, don't you, Slade? That's fine. <laughs> cool. If you have a loud keyboard, f*** you. <laughs> Alright, I guess. <laughs> I have a loud and a quiet keyboard. How does that make you feel? Use the quiet one, please. They're both plugged in. Oh, why do you have two keyboards? So we can do the Hacker Man thing from Kung oh, Fury. I'm Hacker Man, I'm getting through all the levels. No, no, one, think... of them, one of them has a number pad, and I use that more often, but the other one's more nice for editing. Have you have you guys seen Kung Fury? Yes. Oh, it's so good. Yes. Yes. Uh, hello, everybody. I don't I don't know what we're doing here. I wasn't ready to host today's episode, so I'm gonna tell y'all right now. I am not prepped or anything, but we're gonna do it. I'm gonna wing it best way I can. Wing it. Not not ready, but suggested we record this episode eight hours ago. Island. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got distracted with other things. Slade has a life island is what I'm hearing uh, discussing. <laughs> That's basically, basically what it is nowadays. I just have a life. Yeah, he's all loved up, and that's it. Yeah, it happened no prep, all of a sudden. All love, disgusting. Um, so I, I don't know. Do you do y'all just want to keep waffling in this preamble, or do? Oh, I I do have something to tell y'all. I forgot. Uh, so yesterday, girlfriend and I we went to a place called Pies and Pints. Right, they serve pizza and beer. Cool. I can get behind that. So so we both go, you know, she gets a cider, I get a uh, local brew, and uh, we both order our own pizzas, right? And uh, so you know when you get like a little personal pizza, it's like on that little metal tray or whatever? Sure. Uh, yeah. And then they give you like a plate to normally use, but because we both got our own personal pizza, we were just eating off the metal tray and then putting okay. the like pizza crust on the plate, right? Sure. Wait, why were you putting the pizza crust on the metal plate? Not on the metal plate, on the plates that you're supposed to be eating off of. Why, we why don't you just eat the crusts? Because the crust... No. Anyways. Uh, so... It sounds like what you want is a quiche. It's, it's literally a meal that's made on bread so you can eat the whole thing. The crust was burnt and a little, it, was, it was a little burnt and okay. too crispy for my liking. I, if it's burnt, that's different. Yes. Send it back. So anyway, well, no, it took too long to get anyways. So, sounds like a terrible service. Like. Anyways, well, hang on. I, I want to get to the service. So we're putting them on this, and the waitress comes up, and you know, oh, how's everything? You know, oh, good, good, beer's good, pizza's good. And she goes, oh, that's great. Let me get this for you. Now, we've all done a bit in food service. Mm. In my mind, as well as yours, that should mean that she would grab that plate that has our pizza bones on it, right? Like the crust. Mm -hmm. She would just grab that plate and take it away. Yeah. Instead, she just took her hand and just grabbed all of the crust that we've been eating off of <laughs> that has been up against our mouths and just took it away. Oh. And I, <laughs> no gloves, just raw dogged. Did she just leave crust. the plate? Yeah. So you have a waitress <laughs> carrying your food with her bare hands. Uh, yes. And a dirty plate left on your table. Yeah. This sounds like somewhere I'd never want to go. Maybe yeah, put it on you, the travel agent. Have you named the place, Slade? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, pies and pints. Pies and we'll, pints. Yeah, we'll put it on the travel agent. Bit. Pies and pints. It's in the East Chase Shopping Center. You'll never see me there again because it was also way too expensive. And they burnt your pizza. Yeah, we spent like sixty dollars on lunch. Wow, that's, that's that's far that's too much. A lot of money. Yeah. Um, Did you tip afterwards? Yeah. 
Especially uh, because about, she just raw dogged my twenty uh, percent like always. Oh, uh, so you said to her, "You did a great job by handling my food with your bare hands." <laughs> Literally, just grabbed no gloves or anything. Just thank you so much for taking the food from my plate without taking the plate. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I guess. I don't really know where to go. Do I want a question, or do you want me to just introduce the episode? Because I'm. Well, what are, what are we what are we doing, Slade? What's, uh, what's the episode? Oh, the, well, yeah, I want to. Oh, that's true. Uh, this episode contains spoilers for Tears of the Kingdom. Big spoilers, probably. Yeah, some sport, maybe spoil. I don't know. I don't know either. But uh, Tears of the Kingdom, we're going to talk about it. Spoils, be wary. Be wary of those tears. To the victors, to the spoils. This might be the worst start that we've ever had to an episode. sad. The kingdom's crying, so there's tears. Watch out. The king is sad because he's dumb. You might get wet because of the tears. Of the kingdom. They're they're kingdom tears. Welcome back to the Game Club Pod, everybody. My name is Slade. I'll be your host for this episode, who I'm not here with it yet today. I'll be there shortly. Uh, I am joined by wearing a normal shirt for once, I think. Tim. Uh, it's a bird person shirt. Never mind. And then I'm joined by <laughs> Joey and his new hat that sees all. Uh, it's I do not, like the hat. It's not new, um, but it's, uh, yeah, it, it, it is a hat. If you want some, some real inside information, I'm not wearing a shirt. Yep, it's true. He's just straight raw ab in it. Yeah. I'm not wearing no, pants. I'm, I mean, I'm genuinely not wearing anything underneath this. So, so. Scandalous. That's brave for the winter. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's start this off real quick with the question. And since it's nearly Christmas, what is your favorite gaming Christmas like memory? You know, maybe something that you opened up and you were like, oh, shit, I got this for Christmas, you know. Hmm. I know I... mine very, very, very quickly. You go with yours. Tim and I got our first ever console for Christmas. We did. It was an N64. Got the Nintendo 64 and it had Banjo-Kazooie with it. Damn right it did. And it stayed as one of my favorite games of all time. When are we going to do Banjo-Kazooie? Oh, we need to. I thought we it was on the to. to-do list. Uh, no. Probably. I, uh, there you go, Joey. There's a space for you to fill. <laughs> Don't dictate my spaces, Tim. Don't tell me um, what to do. <laughs> we also got a PS2 for, for Christmas one year. We did. I also have a very distinct memory of being over at Dad's one Christmas. And we, for some reason, we had the PlayStation 2 set up upstairs. And we had the PlayStation 1 with the inbuilt screen set up downstairs playing Gran Turismo. Yeah, probably. Sounds about right. Yeah, so I think my, mine is definitely getting the Nintendo 64 Slade. Okay, very stereotypical, I'd like to say. Oh, basic bitch is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Yeah. What, a, uh, what about you, Slade? Did you get a virtual boy and then <laughs> wank off on a balcony because you're not a basic bitch? I did actually have a virtual boy at one time, believe it or not. Mm, cool. Yeah, I found out my parents sold it for $5 at a yard sale and got very annoyed with that. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How much are they worth now? Uh, a a lot. Yeah. So, I think mine would probably be getting uh, the GameCube, actually. Not that I'm that much younger now, because I also had the 64 and the PS2, but I think it's the GameCube because I also got Mario Sunshine with it, and that's by far like my favorite Mario game. 
No, it's sounding sounding kind of basic if you ask me, slaves. That's fine. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of one. Watch um, out, Tim. Make it make it interesting, or Slade will insult your childhood memories. Is that not what I'm supposed to do? While while we're here, um, there is a virtual boy on eBay for three hundred and fifty pound in poor condition. So no. five bucks, a yard sale, Slade. There's a. Uh, Virtual boy here, just the game, right? For hyper fighting. Mm -hmm. It's in mint condition. It is $500. Nice. I had the Mario Tennis with it. Wow. Mm -hmm. I think for me, it probably would just be that, you know, Christmas family round and like, you know, PlayStation upstairs, PlayStation downstairs thing. I don't know why that that's the one that's sticking to me right now. Nice. Basic as it is. Yep. Basic yeah, bitches, basic all of bitch. us. Um, <laughs> Mario Tennis for the Virtual Boy. You can get it for fifty-five pounds here. Oh, that's not bad. No, it's... it's not bad. Get it on your next holiday over here, Slade. I could probably just get it at the local retro store. You just said it's five hundred dollars. No, that was for one game. Oh, no. wolf. Yeah. Uh... What do you think I meant? Fifty-five pounds for one game of Mario Tennis. Make condition. No, no, no. Box. This was this was five hundred dollars for the Virtual Boy's version of Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Are we having different conversations? What's happening? Am I having now? a stroke? What the Am hell I, are you talking what about? What are you talking about? There is a copy here of Mario Tennis for the Virtual Boy, boxed and in mint condition. Just the game, fifty-five pounds. Just yeah. as you said, it was the same for five hundred dollars in the US. Today we will be talking about Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> Tim, I'm sorry. As, as no, 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 no. I wasn't talking about tennis. I w no, in the no, middle no, of you... this conversation, Tim, who is going insane here? I'll because... be honest, I wasn't paying attention. I was preparing for Onyx recording. <laughs> great. Uh, let's, so great. Glad we have basic bitch memories and we can't figure out what each other are talking about. But let's move on to Tears of the Kingdom, the very highly anticipated sequel to Breath of the Wild. One of a few games like a handful that we all agree are really good i don't think i'm wrong in saying that it won our game of the year last year, last year right i believe it did i think we all gave it a 9.5 across the board yep so the sequel came out it originally started as dlc but slowly morphed into its own game due to all the extra mechanics a uh, little fun tidbit about the game is that it was originally done in 2022, but they waited till 23 to polish it and finish it up. It was released on May 12th. Uh, it hasn't really gotten anything yet other than we could say a 10 out of 10 from IGN. So it's made that list 95% uh, from Google users. Uh, At it's, the time of recording, it's up it's, for game of the year. Yeah, it's nominated for, uh, well, it did win the Game Award Most Anticipated Game in 2022. Uh, nomination for Game of the Year this year, and let's let's get into it, shall we? I'm gonna start with Joey. I want to pull the. I don't want to say Band Aid to be honest with you, because I think Joey and I might be in the same boat on this. Um, so I have notes, Slade. That's fine. I have your notes. I can't. I can't show you because they're written on Notepad. So I have a full screen of notes. Okay. Um, and I'm really sorry. I'm just gonna rattle through it. So, Joey started this game with all of the excitement and wonder of a Zelda game. Under 30 minutes had passed, and that was sucked out of me. So, my first takeaway, don't make your tutorial four f hours long. 
the whole game thing felt tedious and patronizing. After playing the tutorial and being met with a scene where you're falling from the sky, when you land, Link felt like his old self. There was a sense of familiarity about the whole thing. And when you get into the game, where you have an open world, the semi-familiar weapons and enemies, you do, however, need to find the new things, like fusing items and mech things. I couldn't remember the exact name for the mech stuff. Being in the second Zelda, being the second Zelda in this world, it really actually just felt like a big expansion rather than a release of a whole new game. And I actually think it would have served better as a huge expansion to the previous Zelda game. Each time I booted the game up, I felt like I was in the middle of something far too big. In these kinds of, uh, and usually in these kinds of games, bigger is better. This felt overwhelming. The crux of the game for me is that I couldn't get immersed as there was way too much to do at any one time. However, that didn't feel, and I didn't feel like everything I played was bad. On the positives, the art style was still stunning. For the game to be almost instantly recognisable and the size that it is, is a huge plus. The fights felt tight as ever and Hyrule felt alive most of the time. Every time I got fired into the sky, it felt pretty cool, even if it was a little bit repetitive. When you look at the other side, however, I think there are things where my thoughts can be considered controversial. I think NPCs, for the most part, were bland and unmemorable. Linking items together felt pointless uh, as an add-on, and the weapons were fine, but nothing at the new abilities felt needed. Don't expect this to be as good as Breath of the Wild. And if you read back all of the first uh, letters on the lines of my thoughts, you get my true thoughts on the game. Just play Breath of the Wild. Wow. Oh, that's why you wanted it uninterrupted. Exactly. Ah. Very good, Joey. Very good. Very creative. It's like an acrostic poem. Yeah, exactly. Um, What do you think? It was okay. Like... It's a Zelda game, so almost by its nature, it's going to be good, I guess. But, like, I say by its nature, it's going to be good. Things like Wand of Gamelon uh, exist. But a modern first-party Nintendo Zelda games are, by and large, home runs, with very, very few exceptions. So this is undeniably a good game, but it just didn't... I don't want to put this. Do you remember when we played Breath of the Wild and you were playing it for the first time and there was this sense of wonder about behind every mm-hmm. single hill and nook and cranny? Yeah. I didn't get that with this, like, at all. But it's, it's, it's weird because to me, this is a on an objective level, a better game than, uh, than Breath of the Wild. In terms of, like, mechanics, expansion... It's more of the same. Like it's it's a great sequel, but it just didn't hit me in the same way that Breath of the Wild did, and it feels like it should have done, but it just wasn't there. Like, yeah, the underground was cool. Yeah, the skies were all right. Yeah, it was it was kind of fun to play Banjo Kazooie nuts and bolts for a little bit while we, you know, build an optimal. Uh, sky motorbike to fly around the level and completely make all puzzles redundant. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it, it just felt okay. I'm glad I played it, and I'm I'm really happy with what they did with the boss fights, uh, especially some of the final ones. Like there's definitely a, a massive increase in scale. But yeah, it probably would have just been to me served better as a 
pretty big expansion to Breath of the Wild. Like, but then on the other hand, Link and Hyrule and Zelda are synonymous with each other. So if you do come out with another open world sequel, which AGR Numa has said that he wants, like he he wants Zelda to go open world, kind of like as their main direction. How do you expand on that in a Zelda game? There are people that are paid to work this out. I'm not paid, obviously, to work this out, but I think it's. I think the developers were left in a really tricky situation with this, and I think a lot of that shows. Like a lot, a lot of it feels like Breath of the Wild afterthoughts. I feel like um, the the point of it being an expansion is really like they should have never said it. It was going to be an expansion because I don't agree. I don't think that underground bits of Hyrule were. Um, were were worth having. I thought they were pretty annoying, to be honest. I thought the Sky Islands were quite cool, but I feel like if you just had the Sky Islands, it's not enough to feel like a brand new world. No. Um. So if they had that as an expansion, I'd be all for it. I'd be I'd be probably still playing it, but um, yeah, uh, it just didn't feel like its own thing. So. But there's clearly a lot of love behind the developers that's been put into this game. Like, and a lot of, like, thoughts and details that they've taken into consideration. Like, the light shrines underground directly translate to where the temples are in the above ground, for example. That's a really cool thing that you can use. A player can work out to, like, traverse and find things. But then it just feels like there's a lot of really weird oversights with the game. Like, a lot of the... um bosses can be really trivialized by Zonite stuff that feels like you get way too early. Zonite being the next stuff. Uh, but the last big thing that I took away from this, and I want to know if you guys had the same experience. Did you guys get, like, a little bit turned around with the controls? Like, no. every... <clears throat> so, I brought this up with some people at work. I kept on getting like, the Zonite stuff and the Ultra Hand, as it's called, your new funky robo-arm that does a bunch of stuff. I kept on getting those controls all kinds of mixed up, and it would take me maybe half an hour per session to get used to. Like it, the controls felt really unintuitive to me on this pass. I didn't, I didn't feel that, but no, I can I kind of understand it. where you where you're coming from. Mm. Like it, over, like kind of to wrap up my thoughts, it was good, but it feels like it should have been better. I agree with the latter part of that latter part of that thought. Mm. Slade. So I'm gonna start with the beginning of this. I didn't beat it. Nope. Didn't. Well, beat I think it. beaten it. Yep. yep. Oh, I beat this months ago. I've not touched this game in I... months. <laughs> I haven't either, because something made me put it down, and we'll get there. I think Joey's right. You start the game off the tutorial. I don't think it takes. It didn't take me four hours, but. You know, it's a long time, nevertheless. It's a I'm, very long tutorial. It's a really long tutorial. I don't know if it did. It could have. Who knows? I woke up at midnight to start playing this because I was really excited about it. This was all I was talking about was how excited we, I was for Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> and it's bad to now come off and say, I'm not into it and didn't have a good time. You know, you went. I, I really agree with Joey here, though, saying. You get down on Hyrule, and it's like, hey, you're right back in Breath of the Wild. Let's do the same four things again. Mm-hmm. You know, you run off to whichever people you prefer. Do you go see your favorite himbo with the Zora people? Do you run off to the dickheadish bird people? You want to go see some rocks with the Gorons? Or do you want to go get your ass kicked in the desert for a little while? Take a pick. 
<laughs> um, what broke me on this was I get through all that. I do the stuff underground. I uh, go into uh, what do you call into Hyrule Castle. I fight Ganon for the first time, and then I get thrown out to Lookout Landing, the like first time that you go to. Mm-hmm. And Pura says, "Hey, oh, there's a fifth person you need to go find. Good luck." With no indication which way to go, nothing to tell you anything. And at that point, I just had to put the game down. I'm like, I'm not going to spend more time on Google trying to sort out what I'm supposed to do next than I am actually playing this game. Zero indication of where to go, what to do. And this map is too damn big if you're going to try to do that, you know? I mean, I... It's too much. I I felt that from the get-go. Um, I didn't find the paraglider thing for a very, very long time. Yeah, I, I had to tell you off. where it was, if I remember. Yeah, and that was, that was weeks after I'd got the game. And when well. I'm spending more time looking at, like, a WikiHow page or an IGN walkthrough than I am actually playing your game. Yeah. You're, you're just, it's too big and you're just missing out on what to do. I'm not saying hold my hand, but say... Oh, hey, did you know that if you go back to Kakariko Village, you should talk to, uh, not Impa, whatever the girl is who took Impa's name, or Impa's place. Paya. Paya. Oh, go talk to Paya. She may help you. Like that, you know what I mean? Just some kind of forethought, or say, hey, I wonder if there's something in the Sky Islands, because it puts you in Lookout Landing, which is below the, like, start. The Sky Island. Yeah, the start of it. That would be some better direction, but it does nothing, and it's just, it's not worth it. Tim, did you find that roadblock as well? I, I'm going to confess I didn't get that far. I didn't personally, but I, I had already been spoiled on, uh, spoilers, the Zonite uh, companion. Because the whole thing with this game, instead of having the charms or graces um, of the uh, of the champions in Breath of the Wild, but things like Rivali's Gale, Daruk's Protection, Mipha's mm-hmm. uh, Grace, and uh, fuck, what's the other one? Uh, Slade, help me out here. Uh, the one for the um, the desert people. What's the name of it? Oh, uh, Abusa's Fury. Thank you. Thank you. Um, instead of having the charms for this, you're building essentially a little squad of yep. people, and they are unbelievably helpful in combat for the most part. Uh, so uh, they're they're just victims of you know pathing in AI. Um, yeah. One thing I did want to briefly mention, I, I I have just thought of this, and it's a really really big positive to me. Um, it feels like they listened to complaints about the dungeons in, in Breath of the Wild. If you remember, they were kind of samey in Breath of the Wild. It, every dungeon in this game feels unique. Now, I know people said that in Breath of the Wild, but I never really felt that, to be honest. And the dungeons in this felt just as familiar as those. See, to me, I think I it was the fact they all have the, uh, the Zora <laughs> shrine kind of aesthetic. Like, yeah, the locations of them, like um, Varnaboros, Varmedo, um and all that are all different, but like they've all got the Zora, not the Zora, the, the Sheik uh, yeah. inscribed in that. Oh, Whereas you're this talking one's about like, the main dungeons. Yeah, the main dungeons. I'm sorry, not, I was not, not, about not the, the shrines. shrines. Okay. No, 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 the main dungeons. Main dungeons are significantly better in this game. Yeah, the main dungeons are done so much better this time around. The, uh, the one for the Gerudo, personal favorite. I thought that was really well done, and I thought it was tremendous. Uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of the Rito one, the, the airships. Yeah. I thought that was really fucking cool. Yeah. Joey, um, did you have a dungeon? or? I only did half of one of them. 
<laughs> Which one was it? The bird people. That's the Rito. That's the one I like. Yeah, it was fine. Can we just said the main reason Joey didn't, I don't think, really enjoy playing this is that his Switch can only be used in handheld mode. No, I don't think that's the main reason. I don't think that's part of it. There are other games that I enjoy in the sw- on the Switch that I can play handheld. Luigi's Mansion Three is a very good game to play. Super Mario Odyssey was played entirely in handheld, and I enjoyed it. Just because it's handheld doesn't mean that. Um, that was a I big complaint you had to bad. me, though. Off off recording is what. No, I mean. no, no. It is, but I think that was in the midst of my four hour tutorial, and the Switch is not a comfortable thing to hold. In right. for any length of time on its own i did however and i'm going to show you two on camera i got a, a stand thing for it oh, so it's, it's, it's more comfortable much more comfortable oh, nice. to hold so after my four hours of someone going this is a rock and i go yes this is a rock and they go oh and look in your hand you have a sword and i go yes yep. i've had the sword for a while i've been hitting things with the sword did you know that if you put a rock on a sword it becomes heavy, and I'm like, really? I wish I had gone to school to learn that. Um, and after that, I thought I need to be comfortable to be playing this, otherwise, I'm not going to get past the tutorial. So I right. bought a grip. The the thing that was uh, interesting to me more than anything, um, of all people who really got into this game, Payne bloody loved it. Um, really, and this. She was saying to me, this isn't normally her thing, but she was obsessed with it for ages. Oh, that's good. Yeah. On the flip side, someone who I thought would love it, Josh Scar, had exactly the same protest as me initially. I think he ended up enjoying it, but certainly hated the tutorial and it put a real dampener on the start of his game. Hmm. Yeah, a lot of people really hated the tutorial of it. But do do you remember when this game came out and someone gave it a 6 out of 10? And everyone mm-hmm. was like, oh, they're just being edgy. Oh, they're just doing it to get clicks. I kind of get it. I don't yeah. think they are. I I think they're being f- generous. Spoilers, I'm I'm personally going to be leaning towards about a 7 out of 10 oh, on this. Well, that's it. We might as well end the bloody episode. <laughs> well, like, But I, 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 I'm right there with the crowd and saying that, yeah, at the time I, w- I would have thought, oh, they're just, being, they're just being controversial. They're being a contrarian. But in hindsight, yeah, I kind of get it. I yeah. understand why people might not like this one as much as Breath of the Wild. Yeah. No, I'm 100% with you. If somebody Good. said, hey, what's the Zelda game to play on Switch? I'd say, here, go play Breath of the Wild. I to be honest, if it was... You should if... play it on um, the Wii U, to be honest. Yeah, but so, like only you and two other people have one. That is true. So, for what it's worth... I think if it was, I think if someone had just bought a Switch and said, "I want to play a Zelda game," I'd probably point them to this. But I, we're having the the hindsight of comparing it to Breath of the Wild. If it was someone's first go at a Zelda on Switch, I'd probably say this. Uh, I, I don't think I would. I think if this was your first open world Zelda game, you would feel pretty overwhelmed. Yeah. All right. Personally. Um, well, say that... let's talk story. Sure. Uh, you play as Link. Uh, lose an arm. Get a new one. Ganon bad. Fight Ganon. Save the princess. It's not Ganon. It's me. Matt Mercer. Yeah, fight Matt Mercer. <laughs> it actually is Matt Mercer. It's really I know, funny. I, I know it's Matt Mercer. Um, I mean, there's there is a there's a little bit more nuance to it than that. Um, 
I mean, you completed it, so I'd hand the reins to you because honestly, I mean, it's it's a Zelda game. What more? What this, do you is, this is straight from the Jerry Fitzgerald school of hosting. I don't want to talk about the story, so I'm going to hand it over. So, I the long and you, short Joey. Of it, the long and short of it is that in the last game, uh, it wasn't really, you know, Ganondorf as such, Gan- Ganondorf as a character. It was Ganon, which is like evil incarnate, but it's not Ganondorf. Um, and so, when trouble starts a rumbling under Hyrule Castle, Zelda and Link go to explore, and they find a corpse of a, a mummified man, essentially, with very long hair being held down by a ghost arm. Um, the ghost arm loses power uh, because I guess it doesn't perform well under the pressure, um, and they the 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 mummy wakes up and looks at Link and Zelda and has an asthma attack and talks to them. So <laughs> they end up launching the castle into the sky and Zelda falls down a hole and Link ends up uh, in the sky, effectively going to opposite directions. The main quest of the game is to find Zelda. That's the long and short of it. Um, and there's a... I I'm, I'm, can't remember the, the full specifics, um, but there are a bunch of races in the sky called the Zonite. Um, not Zonite, what are they called? racists in the sky. There are racists in the sky. Um... <laughs> I'm trying to remember. They're not called the Zona. What are they called? The the rabbit people. people. The rabbit people. Yeah, you know the ones with the big ears. I don't think I ever got told the name of them. To be honest, they've definitely you. got names. Hang on, I'm I'm looking this up right now. Uh, T O T K Sky People. Uh, what are they called? Dave. Uh, I'm gonna call them rabbit people because I can't find the name. Um. They can. They are essentially gods to the people of Hylia, bringing, uh, the, bringing forth the power of car axles and wheels. Um, so, uh, they were in the past. They're in the future. They're in the present, and they are kind of harboring Zelda, sort of. If you look in the past, it's a, it's a little convoluted. I'm not gonna lie. Um, the Master Sword has also gone missing, which it turns out Zelda took somehow i also um, have to google that too by the way yeah where's the master sword like i um i'm gonna jump right to the end zelda has turned into a dragon um and oh that was a i spoiler. didn't know that yeah <laughs> i awesome. did spoiled for me i didn't know TikTok, that tiktok ruined that for me on like it's day, a pretty amazing fight actually um so the whole thing is that after you defeat ganon underneath the castle he becomes a dragon, and you are launched into the sky by the force of his evil. And then who comes along but Zelda with the Master Sword embedded in her skull. Um, so you have to ride around on Zelda the dragon in the sky, falling and shooting arrows at, G- at the blights on Ganon to weaken him, so you can pierce evil with the Master Sword, where he'll then throw you off, rinse and repeat. And it's actually a really cool fight. Like, genuinely quite quite the spectacle well i'm gonna have to look it up on youtube later that's how i describe you tim yep a dragon look, looking quite it up on youtube spectacle. later dragging oh. my dick across this desk <laughs> 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 did anyone have any go-to's like zonite templates they made because never I, never i'd never I used you... any i'd use nothing of the zonite just because it was too finicky and i just couldn't be bothered I made a motorbike very quickly and was like, great, this is all of my travel sorted. 
I, I just use the new sticky abilities to just, you know, the guy who wants a sign held up. Oh, yeah. I found that, that side quest quite captivating, so I just found where he was all the time. That's why I only got halfway through one of the dungeons. I was too busy putting up signs. Do you want to talk Sounds about that guy for a second? Not really. He was fine. No. All right, well, to give context to what Joey... Yeah, to give context to what Joey's uh, talking about, you help a family with a construction crew, essentially, and the construction crew wants to set up advertising, but they've sent some poor bastard to hold the signs up. And he's normally doing it in the rain, to be honest. So you have to use what's around you to create something to prop up the signs. And every time he's surprised. I must have seen him at least 20 times. And every time I I held up the sign, he's like, oh my god, you did it? Hey, wait a minute. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. I will say, of, of everything, I know I've complained a lot. My favorite ability is the one where you can just go up through the ceiling. Ah, uh, yeah, so we should talk about this. Yeah. Ultra Hand uh, comes with a few abilities. Uh, so there's, like, effectively, like, a force lift thing where you mm-hmm. can, like, carry objects, like telekinesis. Uh, has Slave frozen for you guys? Nope. No. Oh, no, okay. Uh, yeah, there's one where you can go through ceilings. There's one where you can merge objects together. Um... What else is there? Is that it? Um, oh, there's one that lets you create um, templates for yeah. mechanical things, which cost you uh, earth money to use. Yeah. There's auto build, fuse, recall, map. Yes, recall is good. Uh, ultra hand. Yeah, recall was particularly handy. Ascend was my favorite just because it gave such a new, um, no pun intended or anything, but verticality to the way that you played the game. Well, it recontextualizes buildings. Well, (laughs) Slade, you you told me that um, that that ability was put in the game so that devs didn't need to keep running the whole length of dungeons, right? Yeah, yeah. so the devs were using it, and they thought it was too fun to leave out, is what I've seen. Yeah. That's kind of cool. I really like Recall, which is essentially an object in motion is approaching you or the ground or something. And you can stop it in midair for a second and have it rewind its own time, a bit like Tracer in Overwatch. Um, and a lot of the time, you'd see things like rocks falling out of the sky, um, or and, and if you wanted to get to the sky very quickly, you see a rock fall out the sky. You hit the ground, and um, you would stand on the rock and do the recall thing, so you end up in the sky along with the rock. Or if you use some of the Zonite parts, like there's one called Wing, which is like a big bird. It's like a big paraglider thing that you can stand on. Uh, What you could do is attach some jets to it, hold it up in the air and drop it, do recall. And then while it's floating in the air from the recall, do the ascent to go through it, giving you a launch pad to go off. Like there's a lot you can, there's clearly a lot of flexibility and creativity with this game. I played this game for about 15 hours in the end. And everything you said gave me a headache tim (laughs) and i think that like i know that breath of the wild had all of these really fun unique mechanics where you could do things to make other things happen you could put balloons on planks of wood and ascend into the sky and it was all part of the design of of breath of the wild i think tears of the kingdom overcomplicated it and there is such a thing in a video game as too much freedom in my opinion, and I think that what they did with this was way too much freedom. I don't want to sit on my TikTok account two days after the game's out and watch Zonite creations of giant men coming fire 
which happened more than once. So this wasn't even in Tears of the Kingdom. This was just one of the top ten. <laughs> <laughs> so hard to cough when I'm laughing, but Tim, uh, it was in Tears of the Kingdom. I should clarify that. Um, yeah, and there were so many tutorials from day one that were like, "Build this Zonite bike, and you'll never need to build anything else again." It's like, yep. okay, cool. There's three three items that are very easy to get. This seems game breaking. That's yeah. exactly what I did. Well, on the end of all that. Should we move on the scores? Because we already have Tim's. This feels like a very short episode for Tears of the Kingdom. That's fine. I think it's all it deserves. Our uh, our Breath of the Wild episode was about an hour and a half, right? Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't so. exactly bode well. No. No. All right. I mean, maybe maybe it would if Slade and I could be asked to finish the game. Because I, I must have finished this in maybe June. We're now in September. Yep. <laughs> well, you know, that's that's life, Tim. That's them's the breaks. All yeah, right, the breaks. Uh, let's go to scores. All right, Tim, what seven? Oh uh, yeah, I'm going with a seven. Seven out of ten. I'm gonna recommend. Yeah, I probably would recommend it for someone who hasn't, like I said, for someone who hasn't played Zelda on the Switch before. I'd probably suggest it, but if you play Breath of the Wild, maybe not. Okay. All right. Uh, Joey, what you got? Uh, not recommend. Just play Breath of the Wild. I'm giving it a 5 out of 10. Alrighty. I'm also going to give this a not recommend. Play Breath of the Wild instead. Uh, but I'm going to give it a 4 out of 10. Oh, wow. that is yeah. low. I'm going yeah. to tweet this episode with hashtag Tears of the Kingdom, and you're going to have so many weebs after you. That's fine. <laughs> All right, and hey, this his gives name it is a, Slade. <laughs> this uh, gives it a five point three repeating. That seems. I, I know I'm saying that seems low because I gave it a seven, but that is a lot lower than I was expecting the game to get. What were you expecting? I don't know. Closer to a seven? <laughs> nope. I just. Nope. It's. It's just not as good. Yeah. Okay. The, if Breath of the Wild didn't exist, how would you that change your score? I don't think I'd I would like this. I'd probably bump this up. I, I don't know. I don't know. Cool. This isn't still isn't going to be in like... Like, I'd still rather play Link to the Past than play this. Ocarina of Time? Oh, God, no. I'd rather play this. I'd rather play Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Alrighty. So, gives it that. Let's, uh... I don't know if y'all want to... Oh, I have a surprise for you, too, but we can't do it until the post-amble. Oh, I've got a quiz for the post amble as well. Ooh, I've got something for you in the post amble. Might take a little quiz. We'll see. Oof. It's not. Oof. We can do both. It's fine. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, I guess y'all want to do plugs and we'll move on to the post amble? Yeah, I'd like to plug Slade. Okay. No, you plug should listen to a, You should listen to Casting Views and Just Football. Those are my plugs. Yeah. And Talking Smack, oh. of course. But that's a good It'll be out soon on uh, the 20th on One Hour, One Decision. I went on there and talked about Persona 5 Tactica with those guys. Nice. It was a very good time. on everything. Thank you. Um, can I ask, and actually, mm-hmm. does this come out before that episode? It does. I'll ask you off this then. I was going to say after an hour, would you recommend Persona 5? But I don't want you to spoil their episode. Okay. Um, All right. I just shook my head in a direction, listened to their episode to figure out which way it was. It was circular. 
<laughs> What's Slade doing next episode, Tim? Slade is finding as many tennis balls that he can. And inserting them into his anus. No, no, no. He's throwing them Again. not to dogs, but at dogs. Oh. Can I do Why it at cats instead? No. Why would I'm you do that, Slade? For extra fun, he's doing it from the comfort of a golf cart. Hooray. I'm nice. going to do it only at Chihuahuas, though, because they're, like, the worst dog. You'd obliterate them. They're that small. <laughs> Good. Good. They're, like, the worst dog. It'd be like the dinosaurs getting wiped out again. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> hey, okay. Um, uh, who's I don't know whose turn it is next, but somebody tells... Oh, it's Joey's. What are we it's playing Joey's. in two weeks' time, Joey? Uh, I, you have to correct me if I'm wrong, because I've not looked at the sheet. In two weeks' time, we're playing Alan Wake, the first one, not the that second one, because only yep. I have the second one, and these guys don't. Nope. <laughs> so, thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and Happy, happy New Chrysler. Year. Happy we'll, Chrysler, Merry, Merry, we'll, Merry we'll Christmas. We'll talk to you all next year. Happy Christmas. Oh, and also, Chrysler. this is our 69th episode. Nice. nice. Thanks, guys. Alright, see you all in the post table. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Wow, it's the post amble. How do we post get amble. here? Guess, well, it's dark Joey, and scary. Tim, I've, I've made a thing for you two. Oh, God. Because everybody goes, Slade hates quizzes. It's right, I do hate quizzes. But you know what I have fun with? Go on. Blind tier lists. Oh, quite, yes. Quite like the blind tier list. So here on the sheet of paper. Yes. I have 10 games. Okay. I have 10 games. They're all games that we have played here on the Game Club pod. Okay. So without my input, you two are going to have to rank them. Okay. However, one, will we do this? One to ten. So you get a unslayed biased game score. Just how the world wants it. Wow. Uh, somebody's <laughs> got to remind you what all the shit in the world. That's what I'm here mm. for. Mm. So one through ten, I have the piece of paper here, and I'll be writing them down as we go, so I'll keep up for you. Great. Number one, Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. Ten. Uh, I'm no, I'm not happy with that being 10. I'm happy with it being 9, but that 10 slot is coming for something I know Slade has put in this list. Is it going to be Tears of the Kingdom? No, it's going to be Unpacking. Ah, okay, I'm with you. Yes, 9. 9. As in, I'm willing to budge to a 9. I personally preferred Unpacking to that uh, to 5 Nights, but... What if we made uh, 5 Nights at Freddy's Unpacking Breach? I might blow my brains <laughs> and you just have to unpack freddy's studio room but not without waiting for the instruction and the tutorial prompt and holding e exactly slade what's the next game <laughs> undertale uh four uh, uh yeah i would say anywhere between two and four so four four's good <laughs> all right so slade has to hit a dab a fat dab. <laughs> Number three. I think that might be the first dab I've ever done, Tim. You need to start going. <laughs> like that really quick. Yeah. Yeah. Number three, we have Pokemon Snap 64. Oh, number one, easy. <laughs> <laughs> Eight. 
Uh, yeah, probably like a seven or an eight. Yeah. Probably an eight. <laughs> The game that we started reviewing hated so much that we just stopped reviewing and just had a chat instead. That was a great episode. Number four um, on the list. Tim, can can you remember what that episode was called? Uh, poke. It was Amblepod, wasn't it? It was Pokemon Snamblepod. <laughs> Bloodborne. Oh, one. Number one. Easy one. To the point that I got it tattooed on me. <laughs> Yeah, Tim has the words "Bloodborne" is number one, and then a QR code to the episode. It's like, um, I got I got the SpongeBob meme where it says he was number one, but it's Bloodborne. Yeah, we have five down to let you know. Remaining, you have two, three, five, six, seven, and number ten. Okay. The Yog. Seven. Seven's good with me. Seven, yeah. We are going to end up with some stinkers at the top. You know that, don't you? Oh, it, it's like it's like the Blind Tearless Podmas episode. Which yeah. I don't know if it's out or not by this point. Uh, it yeah, it is. All right, cool. It is. All right, two, three, five, six, and ten remain. Two, three, five, six, ten. Okay, cool. Half-Life 2. Six. Five. Uh, five's good. We'll go five. All right, Half-Life 2. This is more fun than Tears of the Kingdom. It's so open world. And it makes <laughs> more more sense sequentially as well. Yeah. Alright, so two, three, six, and ten remain. Okay. Fallout three. Two or three? Probably a three. Three? Okay, yeah, good. Good with three. Now, there's only three spots remaining. Guys, if you had to guess what three games I had left on my list here, what would they be? I think packing. they're all going to suck. I think they're going to be Duke Nukem, Unpacking, and something else. I'm not sure what. I'm going to say Bioshock 1. Okay. You're wrong. Okay. Stanley Parable Ultimate Deluxe Edition. You have two, six, and ten remaining. Two? I would say two, but I think I'm I think I'm thinking too much into this, but I think Slade has probably got Dark Souls 3 in this list. Or something. Yeah, so what are the numbers we've got? Two, two six, six ten. and ten. Two, six, and ten. Six? Yeah, let's go six. Let's really split this down the middle. The next thing is either gonna have to be great or sh the record we both really like the stanley parable i think yeah it's very good two and ten remain mm-hmm. pizza tower two easy two i'm i'll be really annoyed if dark souls 3 is 10 so two is pizza tower yeah and the last one which is gonna have to take that number 10 spot Oh, Dark Souls 3. Now, f*** off. What did you actually put? <laughs> Seriously. Dark Souls 3. I will not sign off on anything of Dark Souls 3 being 10th. <laughs> I choose at 10. unpacking at 10. Nope. That's Too what late. I choose. So, the Joey and Tim list that they totally signed off on, I swear I have their signature. His, his mic's muted. <laughs> I have their total seal of approval on here. Joey, he's muted again. Quit being a kid. 
We have Bloodborne, <laughs> Pizza Tower. I can see Slade eyeing up the mic button. <laughs> Fallout 3, Undertale, Half-Life 2. Can I tell you now, Stanley Slade, Parable, I'm, I'm, willing to, I'm willing to cut mm -hmm. my quiz here. So just be ready. Okay. Uh, Stanley Parable, Ultimate Deluxe Edition, The Yog, Pokemon Snap 64, Five Nights at Freddy's Security... And uh, last is unpacking. Hello, it's me, Slade. Joey likes to be silly and mute my mic from time to time. And uh, I just want to go ahead and make sure the list gets read off correctly. So in the blind tier list, they're Joey and Tim's uh, chosen games of the games we played on the podcast. Number one, Bloodborne. Two, Pizza Tower. Three, Fallout 3. Four, Undertale. Five, Half-Life 2. Number six is The Stanley Parable, Ultimate Deluxe Addiction. Number seven is The Yog. 8 is Pokemon Snap 64, 9 is Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach, and number 10 is Dark Souls 3. Thank you.